Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Heel Turn, our live weekly wrestling show in the official podcast of ProWrestling.Cool. It's not just cool, it's dot cool. We are here to talk about this past week in wrestling, which means we're talking New Japan. What? Talking New Japan. Nothing else happened. Or maybe NXT happened. It did, but, but also kind of nothing else happened. E3 happened. We'll talk E3. It's not wrestling related, but there's wrestlers there, so it counts. And of course, this weekend is a big one, because we've got Money in the Bank at NXT TakeOver Chicago, so we'll have our predictions. I'm Owen, joined as always by John. Joined as always by everybody out there on the internet, isn't that cool? It's that cool. We are streaming live over at twitch.tv slash ozoneonline and mixer.com slash the ozone. Check us out. We are monitoring our chats there. Enter Twitter at the heel turn to send us your questions and your comments, so we will get to them as we deem fit. Owen. John. I, I got a cat. I got a cat in the frame. I, I see that. She's a cat. She's good. She's a good girl. Did you, did you pull up uh, the stream to see what I've got going on in my frame? Nope. Well, I've got a new light, a new camera, new desk that you can't see. But yeah, I'm starting to build a studio for my streaming you stuff. Sure are standing at attention. But that I am standing because the chair that I have does not go as high as this desk. So that's unfortunate. But I, I just ordered one, so maybe by next week I'll be able to sit down for the podcast. But I'm standing this one. It's gonna be fine. It seems like something you would need. It's true, but the lighting is good. The podcast can't see it, but I, I'm like well lit, so that's good. No, no, it's 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 lit. So this is cool. So this is this. I've still got a bunch of work left on the studio, but it is coming along nicely. John, how are you? I'm okay. I've mostly just been tired and working and doing stuff. That's cool. That's cool. Not cool stuff, but stuff. Oh. But you know what is cool? What's that, Owen? Video games. Uh, yeah, let's talk about video games. I uh, beat Sonic Adventure 2. I have... I, I know you'll appreciate this. I have 69 emblems. Nice. That... That game is, that game is still Sonic Adventure too. That's good. I think. Although I do actually have one one thought about Sonic Adventure two. Well, I guess it's two. Uh, first, Sonic Adventure two is the reason that everything happened with the Sonic series. Mm-hmm. It's all that game's fault. Yep. Shadow and also, exists. motherfucker, that game is like really fucking dark and weird in a way that never really registered to me when I was a kid. Go on. I mean... Robotnik pulls a fucking gun on Amy Rose. Like, a legit, actual gun. And is like, Yo, Sonic, if you don't come here with Chaos Emerald, I'm gonna fucking shoot her. Yeah, that checks out. And spends that level taunting her, taunting you, saying, If you don't get here, she will die! I know. I'm aware of this. It's very good. And then he puts Sonic in a a pod and launches it into space and tries to blow him up. I mean, he's done that before. Yeah, but I feel like it takes a more sinister angle when he's also blown a fucking gigantic hole in the moon and is threatening to blow up the United States. 
yeah, with an I, orbital laser. I, I mean, and he, he's a terrorist. He pulled a fucking gun on Amy Rose. He's a terrorist. They made him a bad man, is what I'm saying. He is a bad man. But, like, he used to be, like, a silly, fun bad man. He built the death egg. He's just God. fucking evil now. That's death in its name. He literally built a Death Star to blow up the Earth, so... I, I mean, look, evil. the violence was just against small, defenseless animals. Who cares about them? I eat them. No, he's, he's gonna blow up the planet. The, the Death Egg is a planet-destroying machine. You know this, right? Uh, I mean, it looks like an egg. You just, you know, crack it open, and you got delicious oh. robotic egg juice. But no, well, you know, you you gotta cook the egg whites. So what you do is you crack the egg, throw out the insides, and then try to, you know, put the shells in the frying pan. Yeah, exactly. That's how it works. That's how it works. That's how you make eggs. I just rewatched that recently, and I'm so mad. <laughs> Dan Reichert. Pirates, though. I don't know about pirates. I didn't know pirates stole stuff. But, but, John, this is a good segue to talk about E3, which is happening this week, and that's why we're having a bit of a lighter episode, because a bunch of, like, go-home shows for wrestling happened, but video games are all happening, and those are more important. Come on, Owen, don't you want to talk about Raw and the obstacle course that Bobby Lashley won until Sami Zayn started punching him? We'll uh, we'll talk about that stuff in the context of our predictions, so don't worry. No, we won't, actually. We should, though. We'll maybe talk about one thing. His sisters. No, we're not going to talk anything about Bobby Lashley. All right, fair. But, uh, yeah, did you watch any of the press conferences for E3? I watched all of Microsoft and Nintendo. I watched all of EA. God help me. God help you for Nintendo, though. Fuck no. Nintendo was great. I don't give a fuck. I, fuck everybody, fuck all the complainers, all that shit they talked about with Smash Brothers. Yeah, you could be like, man, this shouldn't have been all Smash Brothers, shouldn't have run through all those characters. They ran through all those characters. I was the guy that was like, oh, yeah, We Fit Trainer's face does look better. That's cool. See, John, this is how I took it. I said, and I got to a point where I went, oh, shit, this is just going to be a half hour of this, to, yeah, fuck it, just keep going. And then it got to the point where I'm like, I don't think this is funny anymore. <laughs> you guys need to stop. And so, then they fucking pulled the biggest troll move of all and finally debuted Ridley. Oh, I, I, knew, I knew Ridley was going to be in it. Fucking course. Of course Ridley Also, they murdered Waluigi. Who? You might have heard of him. He's uh, talked about in the Washington Post. Wow. They have to put him in the game now, right? No. But they should. They got time. They should put him in the game. No. But they they should they should put Waluigi in the game. No, it's okay. Just keep trolling people. I'm fine with that. Waluigi's the new Ridley. I want there to be a challenge in the challenge mode that I know will exist. In mm -hmm. which you have to score a bunch of points by killing Waluigi's. By what? Killing Waluigi. No, don't kill Waluigi. 
But you you're fighting you? someone and they keep getting assist trophies and the assist trophies are only Waluigi and you have to keep fucking killing the Waluigi's to score points. I don't like it. It's the ultimate troll. It's great. I want it. I want it. Did you see Ubisoft? I started watching it and I got to just dance and I was like, yep, this is Ubisoft. And then I turned it off because Sony started happening and I wanted to see that nightmare. Oh, but Ubisoft was one of my favorites. And boy, Sony was a fucking nightmare. Yeah, Sony wasn't good, but I, I think Ubisoft was I mean, my favorite. Let me uh, qualify that. Favorite. Sony, the way they presented Sony was a fucking nightmare. Everything they showed at Sony was fucking awesome. Like, oh. I, I want to play the fuck out of uh, Ghost of Tsushima. That looks so good. You know, hey, maybe don't have a white dude dressed in traditional Japanese guard playing uh, fucking Japanese ah, flute next it's time. It's fine. It's fine. Everything's whitewashed these days. Maybe don't do that. Let's uh, maybe not MAGA that way. Thank you. Corey but- in the, John, Core in the chat at interrupt says that Waluigi should never appear in Smash until he is featured in a Nintendo game that isn't sports or minigame related. Your thoughts? So what you're saying is Waluigi should never appear in Smash? Correct. Okay, let's do it. And, uh, until they make Super Wario Brothers. Waluigi where? Waware? No. Oh, because then you put Wario and Waluigi, and it's less terrible. No, only suffering is allowed. Yeah, but the Sony press conference was weird. Yeah, it was weird, and it was badly laid out, and it was confusing, and that weird murder tent that they had The Last of Us 2 shit in was really stupid. I didn't like that trailer. I loved that trailer. I thought that game looks amazing. I never want to play that game. It, it looks so fucking violent. That's why I never want to play it. I think it totally works for the setting. I think that the character stuff they're doing with Ellie was really fucking good. And I'm, I'm like, there's a part of me that wants to play if for no other reason than motherfucker, it's a game starring a fucking queer woman in a fucking triple a game in 2018 that's kind of fucking awesome Uh but at the same time i burned out on the last of us very quickly because that game is fucked and oppressive and it makes me upset well get ready for chapter two i respect i respect everything that they do in those games i think that they are masterpieces of design i think they are brilliantly realized worlds I find them so oppressive, or at least the first one. I would like to go back to it, but I found it also found it so oppressive that I did not want to spend any time in that world. Like it, Fair. it just literally made me depressed. It's, it's kind of fucked up, though, that uh, Sony revealed their the two games I'm most excited about from them, like before the press conference. You know what I'm talking about, right? I don't. Well, one is the Tetris effect. Yeah, that does look cool. I want to play that in VR. I'm very excited about that. And the other one is another VR game, actually. It's a Beat Saber. They're doing it. Yeah, sure, it. that game. The game was great. 
And also bring in Space Pirate Simulator. Or yeah. Training Simulator, whatever. Yeah, it's whatever. <clears throat> it's supposed to be cool? Yeah. But I, I, I won't play those other ones. But the, the one game from the press conference I am excited about is Spider-Man. Because that Spider- game I, look, man, looks I amazing. I Again, I think, like, of all of the fucking games they put, like, super focus on... I think they all look fucking excellent. Yeah, like, again, Last of Us 2, I just said my piece on it. Ghost of Tsushima looks fucking beautiful. Holy shit, the art direction on that is amazing. Mm-hmm. And I've, you know, I love Sly Cooper. I really liked the infamous games. I super trust a sucker punch to do something cool. Of course. And this looks cool as fuck. Spider Man looks fucking great. John, it's, it's Batman Combat, but also Spider Man. Hell, Resident Evil 2 remake looked fucking sick. I, I'm not a big Resident Evil guy, so... Me neither, but, like, seeing that trailer got me to be like, yeah, okay, Resident Evil. Like, I distinctly do not like a single Resident Evil until 4, and I don't even really like any other Resident Evil after that. Mm-hmm. But I I want to give that one a shot. That looks really cool. And it's got Rookie Cop Leon S. Kennedy. Mm-hmm. Cora uh, has a good comment that transitions to what I thought was my favorite of the uh, press conferences. He says he's excited for Fallout 76. Screw all the haters. I, I'm, I'm not going to play that, but it looks cool. I'm curious about that game. I don't know that I'm going to be very interested in it, if for no other reason than I... Playing Fallout 4 kind of made me realize that I don't like the way Bethesda designs games. Yeah, after Skyrim, I'm kind of like, eh, I don't, I don't know if I want to do this again. Like, I, I, I respect the world, the worlds that they design. I find them. Look, I, I think that, you know, look, I, I've kind of said on this podcast, I think that fantasy is kind of whack as fuck, but and dragons are stupid, but yeah. like, I, Elder Scrolls. It's cool that they designed that universe and they have all these dumb books in there that you could read. I don't want to do any of that. I think that universe is incredibly boring, like most fantasy universes is. And Fallout is totally my speed. Fallout is something cool. But, like, I don't know. I kind of realized with Fallout 4 that it's like, I feel like they have cool big open worlds that you can wander around in and there's not really a lot there but you sometimes find cool things and just do that and that's really it cuz the stories that they tell in these worlds aren't very well written yep but john you know that Bethesda also did like a game that i actually give a shit about i mean they published it john motherfucking doom yeah, no, Doom Eternal, fuck yeah. Uh, give it to me right now. They did everything I wanted. Hell on Earth, it's still got the badass elements of the old game, and the look and the sound, and he was reloading that fucking double-barrel shotgun. Let's go. It it's the double-barrel shotgun. It's it's Doom 2, you gotta fucking do it. Let's go. I'm, no, it's Doom Eternal. I know, uh, they were on one of the, st- the stages today, talking about Doom Eternal, and they explained why they didn't call it Doom 2. What did they say? And also they said they wouldn't, they can't, they can't say whether or not it's a direct sequel to to Doom 
you know, 2016, because they're like, oh, what? They're weird, but they're like, yeah, it's it's another Doom game, but we can't like say it's a direct like wh- when it takes place. So that has me interested. But they said, I'd be kind of, I, you know what? So long as they actually do continue with the story, and the, you know it does involve fucking Samuel Hayden doing his shit, like I would be totally cool with the idea of them doing a uh, doing Half Life, and like you know the whole thing of Half Life Two takes place like fucking twenty, thirty years after fucking Half Life One, after you know the aliens have taken over in City Seventeen and everything like that, and like. Gordon Freeman has just been on, like, fucking ice in space by the G-Man. Like, I think that would be a cool... I think that would be a cool gimmick for Doom, especially since, like, the ending is you getting, like, fucking locked into hell or something. Yeah. Actually, I don't really remember what the ending was. Yeah, that, than, that happened. You, you yo, got out of the portal, then he sent you back in and says, fuck you, I'm the R- devil. Robot Man was actually Satan. Yes. But the the reason they explain that it's not called Doom 2... Is they're like we can't just keep going on the trend of just naming the games after a game we've already had it, that name used in. We had to do something different. That was our I mean, you didn't have to, but sure, okay. They're, they're like we don't want to have like two dooms and then two doom twos. We should just call it something different so we can have different names for these fucking games so you know what we're talking about. I feel like the only reason they're doing that because then the logical conclusion is they have to make another Doom 3 and there's still people at that company that are like, no, no Doom 3 is perfect, goddammit! We should have never changed it so you can have the flashlight and the gun at the same time! Never. Boo. Never! Never. But yeah, Doom, Doom is my game of the show. I'm super excited about Doom. How can it be your game of the show when they like showed absolutely nothing? They showed me what I wanted. Hell on Earth, Double Barrel Shotgun, same aesthetic as the old do. Let's go. I, that's all. I, that's all I needed. I, I, I don't need anything else. It's better than watching the Assassin's Creed do Assassin's Creed things, but also a little bit of Mass Effect. You can fuck everybody, though. Can you actually? It sounded like you could fuck most people, or at least all that's right. the thing I read. All right, that's that's fine, I guess. But yeah, that's video my, games, y'all. That's my game. The show set runner up is Trials Rising because I love Trials. Just it honestly just looks like another Trials game. Yeah, it's motherfucking Trials, and these guys love making Trials, and I want to support them. I want them to make games forever. I'm I'm glad that they can still do their thing. I'm I'm really glad that Red Links continues to be Red Links and hasn't been fucked with by Ubi that much. I wish I was ready for another Trials. I I am I'm ready, but I I still I I I just I burned out on fusion, and it doesn't feel like it was that long ago that I can't be like oh, I shouldn't just finish this first. Well, I played Trials of the Blood Dragon. And that was enough. That was different enough that I'm like, yeah, I did this. Now I'm ready to go back to uh, other trials. Yeah, uh, I love Trials of the Blood Dragon, but it was different. Uh, uh, that one. Whatever. I I thought it was good, but my biggest disappointment of E3. Those motherfuckers. Those motherfuckers. They didn't give me Animal Crossing. But why? Why can't they just do Animal Crossing on Switch? What's so fucking hard? They take a while to do Animal Crossing, though. Like. What? 
I feel like they take a while to do Animal Crossing. Yeah, like, hey, John, this is the longest it's been between Animal Crossings. It's been five years. Yeah, I guess that is the longest. Yeah. Well, well... June 2013 is when the last Animal Crossing came yeah, out. Yeah, 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 you're right, you're right, you're right. I mean, they the thing is, they kept doing updates to it, though. I... What a new game! I'm Fucking- not disagreeing. I'd love to play a new Animal Crossing. My buddy Goron was also bitching at me because he wanted Animal Crossing to be announced. Just, they did that shitty phone game. That's, now stop that. Just give me real Animal Crossing. All I'm saying is that, like, Animal Crossing is something that traditionally comes later. Like, you know... No. They, yeah, they had, like, a year after... Like, the year after for fucking GameCube and, and DS. But, like... It took him three years to put out Animal Crossing on, on fucking Wii. It took him two years to put it out on 3DS. Like, we're not even into the second... We're, like, we're only in the second year. I don't give a shit. After that phone game, they they, I, they owe me. They owe me. Meanwhile, they also, like, fucking completely overhauled... Wild War... Or, not Wild World, uh... I don't New even Leaf. remember what the fuck. New Leaf, right. Uh, they completely overhauled New Leaf with like all that new Amiibo content. All they did was add Amiibos. It's a pretty substantial free update, though. I, yeah, but I want a new game on the system that I'm carrying around with me. Cowards, just give me, just give me more Tom Nook. Let me be Tom Nook. Look, man, they gotta make more an- Fire Emblems, okay? Put Tom Nook, Nook and Smash, you cowards. His, his final smash is he puts you in the crippling debt and you kill yourself. No, he just drops a house on you. I mean, that also works. John, what, what was your uh, game of show? Before we uh, move on? I don't know that I have one just yet. I mean, I have to think about it. Like, look, I, th- I think that... Fuck the haters, Smash Death Brothers looks awesome. Death Stranding is your game show. Fuck yes, Death Stranding. I don't. I still don't understand anything about it. I and I don't care. I'm. I'm in. Let's uh, do I, this. I think I'm out after the C3. After them showing what the gameplay looks like, I'm like, uh, I'm just a UPS man. It's kind I mean, of whatever. It's. Also, fucking Kojima, so you know it's gonna be some, like, wild shit. I hope it is. I mean, fuck, like, Metal Gear Solid Five was, like, reined in, relatively speaking, and the ending is still fucking out of its mind. Well, well, I'll, I guess we'll have to wait and see, but I'm, I'm just not interested anymore. I'm in. I don't care. I honestly, I don't even care what Death Stranding is. It's Kojima. It's gonna be weird. I'm down. Like, but, was I super like? Was I super blown away? But what I saw? No, not really. I know what your I'd game say- show is, John. What's that, Owen? Super Mario Party. <laughs> no. Uh, what else did I like? I, I thought Rage Two looked really good. Oh, I lo- I-, I think Rage Two looks great. Yeah, Rage 2 looks really good. I I was very upset by the fact that none of the people in that crowd gave a single shit about Andrew WK performing for them. No. 
I, I was watching the developers uh, talk today about Rage 2, and they one of the comments was, yeah, a bunch of people like, came up and said, oh, you're just mixing like Doom with Rage and Just Cause. And he's like, yeah, that's fucking awesome. I want to play that game. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, you're game. damn right, I want to play that game. I want to play that game. I want to play Rage 2. Yeah, Rage 2 looks really cool. I'll I will play the shit out of Rage too. Yeah, if 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 if, if it, you controls like Doom, I'm in. Sounds like it does. Yeah, let's go. Yeah, like Rage two, I'm down. Uh, man, what else is even there? Uh, I I like the idea that they're making a DMC five. I'm not sure that I'm super like yeah, let's do this. But I like that it's happening. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Man, what else was at that Microsoft? Halo. They didn't show anything. It showed the helmets. I'll, I'll, I'll be honest. I kind of... I'm intrigued by Gears 5. I had no interest in Gears 4, but it's, Gears 5, I'm kind of like, okay, man, maybe John, I'll check John, this out. John, why the fuck are you talking about that Gears? What about Gears Pop? Oh, Christ. Motherfucker. Let's go. Thinking that like the Microsoft conference was like, oh, this is fucking, this is great. They just showed all these cool games. This is awesome. Yeah, they showed. But now that, in hindsight, I can't really remember a single thing they showed. They showed that Gears XCOM game. Oh yeah, they showed that did it does exist. They showed that uh, Forza Horizon with all the weather stuff. Yeah, cr- Forza cool. Horizon Four actually does or five. I don't even remember what it is now. Like, it's it's four, it but is, Walmart thought it was five. It looks fucking sick. And, like, the stuff that they were talking about with the seasons, like, that sounds fucking great. Mm-hmm. I will totally play that. You know why you like that? Because the way it was playing and, ro- and roaming around with people, it looks like it's fucking Burnout Paradise. Yeah, basically. And I really liked the... F- I mean, I played the fuck out of the first Forza Horizon. I really liked that game. Yeah. Uh, let's see. What else? Uh, Crackdown 3? Yeah. <laughs> That, that Terry Crews shit was not, great. I'm still not sold on it. Terry Crews is freaking out. The cars drive off the walls, collect agility orbs. I'll play that in co-op. Uh, that sounds great. Yeah, I, I hope I hope it's good. I'm still I'm still not sold on it. Like I'll do Game Pass for it. I feel like they need. I I hope that they made smart changes to the Crackdown formula because I think that like the actual mechanics of Crackdown are very hard to go back to because. Mm-hmm. So many other games that came out after Crackdown did Crackdown better. I mean, I just played it on in 4K and I had a great time with it. Still, no, it's, I'm not saying it's a bad game by any stretch. I'm saying, as someone that really cares about like traversal mechanics in games and like getting around cities and, and things and environments and things like that, I'm sure they'll improve it. Compare the slow, kind of fucked up, not super great feeling climbing. Scaling the size of buildings to crack down to something like, I don't know, Prototype or Sunset Overdrive or like I a whole know. bunch of games. It's Crackdown is Crackdown is 11 year old game and the world has gone past it. I think Saints cha- Row 4. I think part of the challenge of Crackdown, though, is climbing buildings and finding ways up. So I was OK with that. Let's see, I just think that you. I just think you can do it better than the way they did it, which I think is something that feels very. It feels very pioneering 
I think is the nice way to put it. Cuphead DLC. I mean, I never finished Cuphead, but I'll, yeah, I'll play that. Yeah. Uh, what else did they announce? Uh, the Division. Uh, yeah. That was that weird. Yeah. I don't, I don't feel comfortable with that one, not gonna lie. Too real. Yeah. And especially after they did the too real thing with Far Cry 5 and fucked it up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no. No no love for Ubi right now. I don't know, they still make trials. But, yeah, aside from that and the Battlefield stuff, that, that's pretty much it from Microsoft. Yeah, I mean, it's it Game Pass stuff. It was very exciting. Get, get and re- then get, I guess in, in retrospect, I don't really remember a lot of it other than they bought a bunch of people. A bunch of whom I... A couple of whom I was like, wait, you didn't already own them? Yeah, like Playgrounds. I can't believe they didn't already own Playground. I don't know. But, yeah, the, the, before we get off of E3 and start talking about wrestling, the last thing I want to oh, say... also, the changes they made to We Happy Few, that looks interesting. Yeah. but, but They've the, made me kind of want to play that game now. Yeah, but to, to wrap things up on uh, this, I want to say... Hey, John, get ready to stream all your video games and no longer have reliable consoles. No, I'm good. That's okay, thanks. That's, let's not. Let's let's not. Yeah. I'm the guy that still buys physical copies of everything. Let's let's not. I'm, I'm glad at least the, the Microsoft people that were on Giant Bomb's coverage the other night at least kind of, like, made it seem okay. Because their their answer was, why can't you have both? Why can't you have a, 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 a physical console that can play good games? But also, if you're on the phone, why can't you also have that kind of experience? Oh my god, okay. That kind of works. As long as I can have a choice. Sure, why not? I mean, sure, yeah, but it all changes when, you know, you end up designing with the streaming in mind, and then you're making the quality of the games worse. I mean, considering how games are going right now with loot boxes and, you know, free-to-play bullshit, it's already already there, John. Get ready for loot boxes in Battlefield. Anyway, in conclusion, fuck Sony. Yeah, fuck Sony. I'm I'm gonna fucking play my my Fortnite. I can't play my Fortnite on my Switch. Like I, you know what? It's not like I was super big into Fortnite anyway. But Sony has single handedly killed my interest in ever playing Fortnite again. Well, I hope we can play again sometime. Maybe. Like the fact that I can't. Play this fucking game. And literally, their only solution is, I don't know, make another account? Like, fuck you. No, I put money in this account. Fuck them. Yeah, like, and even if, you know, even me who didn't put money into this game, or this account, like, I like my username. I don't want to fucking get another one. I don't want to have to fucking make, like, my own exclusive thing for the fucking Switch version. That's stupid. Yep. Fuck them. Fuck Sony. Fuck Sony. Let's move to the wrestling news, shall we? Sure.
Hey, John. You're not going to scoopity bow? What? All right, never mind. This, uh, I'll let you cover this first news story. Hey, Owen, how did you spend your weekend? Um, just hanging out. Well, fuck you, it wasn't as cool as how John Hennigan spent his weekend, I'll tell you what. Do tell. Hey, Owen. Hey, John. Johnny Mundo. Johnny Impact. Also known as Johnny Impact. And Johnny Blackcraft. And... Nope. I've been getting a lot of ads for Blackcraft Wrestling. It's like they're targeting me. What's the deal with the wedding? Hey, man. Remember how Johnny Mundo was engaged to Taya Valkyrie, his partner in the Worldwide Underground? Uh On the Lucha Underground? Yeah, they're married now. That's good. It is. They they post a pitch... Pictures from their wedding, and it looked very pretty. Congratulations to both of them. I wish them nothing but happiness. Nice. See, things that are nice happen in wrestling sometimes. But sometimes things in MMA happen that aren't so nice. What a segue, Owen. Where could you be going with this? I I, I watched that CM Punk fight. I didn't. I found a way. Don't, don't, oh, I mean, I'm, don't. I'm sure I could have found a way too. It's just I, I didn't care. Honestly, I, I, I wanted to. I decided I, I didn't care. I needed to know, and Jesus Christ, he's so bad. Hey, at least he lasted three rounds this time. It's because the other guy just was fucking around with him. Pity on him and was toying with him. Yeah, he was fucking with him all the time. It was terrible. He could have just knocked him out at any moment, but didn't. It was sad. But you know what? Fuck CM Punk, so whatever. I mean, you know what? Congratulations to CM Punk for trying. You did your best, and you got farther than any any of us could have. But yeah, no, this was a no. mistake from the get-go, dog. But no, John, fuck CM Punk. And why is that, Owen? Do, do, do you not know about the Corey Graves stuff? I mean, I know that Corey Graves was being a fucking asshole on on Twitter, and now I kind of feel like I need to rescind the, the props I gave him. For... No, you, you give him props. He deserves these props, sir. Because CM Punk's an asshole. I mean, you're going to have to explain this. So, because he, he kind of explained himself in an interview with a wrestling website that I don't remember what it was. But essentially him and Punk like were wrestling together for a while in the like indies and stuff because you know he's from around Pittsburgh and Punk is, you know, fighting around that circuit. And you know, they they he's pretty much considered him like one of his best friends. Like when he his uh child was born, he had Punk, you know, take care of her before he even got to see her. Like, he had all the faith in the world in Punk. And, uh, then that whole thing happened with CM Punk leaving WWE. Remember that? Uh, vaguely. And, uh, Punk was, uh, and, uh, Graves, you know, 
down the line, just, you know, try and text him, say, hey, hey, how's it going? Hope everything's good with you. And Punk said, I don't want to be associated with anyone. I don't want to be friends with anyone or talk to anyone or be, you know, in any contact with anyone who works for WWE. Fuck you, you're dead to me, essentially. It doesn't sound to me like "fuck you, you're dead to me," but I could. No, see like how. he won't, like he won't respond, like he wouldn't respond, like he has to be straight upset. Like I don't want, you're, we're not friends anymore because you work for WWE. I never want to, I never want to hear from you ever again or ever see you. Is what he texted him. And I he, would like to hear Punk's side of this, but yeah, and Grace is like, like talk to other people, like other people in the company are the same way, like. Rumor is that he gave other people an ultimatum to either, you know, leave the company or never speak to him again. But Graves says he didn't hadn't, hadn't heard that. But the whole thing about him, like, wanting to disown anyone who works with WWE is petty and terrible. It is, but I mean, I also understand where, potentially, where he could be coming from on a, I just don't want to have to, like deal with this and, like, you know, deal with this company that really fucked with me and, like... It's, it's not dealing with the company, he's dealing with his friends. Like, he, Graves straight said, like, just because of the name on my paycheck, we can't be friends? Are you fucking I'm, kidding again, me? Again, I'm saying I can understand wanting some distance, at least for a bit. It's been uh, years! After, after a traumatizing experience. But, yeah, it being this long and he doesn't want anything to do with him... I mean, to me, I guess that just says that Punk was never really his friend to begin with. But yeah, Graves, like, the very instant of all, he tried to, you know, gain contact with him before this fight, said, good luck, dude. And he said, fuck you. Like, don't talk to me. Like, he had, like, they had to be closer friends, because I told you the whole story about his, uh, his, uh, child. Like, him trusting him that much. I mean, again, what I, I more meant, like, to, in CM Punk's mind, not in Corey's mind. Because, yeah, obviously in Corey's mind, like, he fucking loved the dude. It's, it's, it's just awful. And it just... I just can't understand that. Especially this nope. long. So, fuck him. Da also, Dana White said, yeah, dude, just stop. You're 39, just stop. Fair. And our last uh, news story, uh, Ring of Honor is having a show in New York coming up. They sure are, Owen! What, what, what's so special about it? Why, it's going to be at the building that, M that Vince built! I mean, he didn't really build it. I mean, he didn't, and he doesn't have anything to do with Jamie Dimon. It's Madison Square Garden. They're, they're, they're playing the garden. Traditionally, the home of the WWE, WWF, WWWF, even. Yep. And now Ring of Honor, because WWE hates Madison Square Garden. Yeah, they don't. They don't like do stuff there anymore. So they always do the Barclays, and I mean, they are doing stuff there. It's just house shows. Yeah, there is like, a house show on the seventh. They want bigger events. Like fuck you. Now, now we have wrestling. That's not WWE. That's fascinating, though. It's... So... What I was led to understand was... 
that the problem with this is that MSG has like insane fucking restrictions on television rights and, and taping things at the garden that like WWE is super pissed about and doesn't want to deal with them because of it. Mm-hmm. So then what's the deal with ring of honor? Cause they're going to do like this. It'll this should be like an IP pay-per-view, right? I, I, I assume. I'm not sure the details are yet. I mean, it's fucking Cody fighting Omega for the goddamn title spoilers, but like... Really? They're doing so you, that there? Because they're doing that at the, the Cow Palace show. That's what I heard, but maybe maybe I was just thinking of the Cow Palace show, admittedly. Yeah, the Cow Palace show is stacked. But that's a New Japan show, not a Ring of Honor. But yeah, if New Japan like held a show at the Garden, I would go. 100%. Wouldn't you? I don't know, Owen. Maybe tell me what New Japan's been up to and I'll see. Oh, so you want to talk about the next thing? Because, uh... As I had mentioned, we're not going to talk about Raw and SmackDown because... E3 took precedence, and also nothing of value happened. And also, we want to actually talk about good wrestling? True. So, I watch New Japan Pro Wrestling's Dominion pay-per-view. Dominion! It aired at 3 in the morning on Saturday. I didn't wake up for it, so I just watched it when I woke up. And where did this show happen, Owen? In Osaka. Whoa. Yeah, this show was fucking cool, man. Like, I'm pulling up the uh, the card right now. But it was... Like, this was good-ass wrestling. This is what I needed. I've only seen clips and gifs that have gone around. But from everything I've seen, yeah, this looked fucking sick. Yeah. So I'm pulling up now. It was Dominion 6-9 in Osaka, Japan. Or in Osaka, Joe Hall. And, uh... The first match was El Desperado and Yoshinobu uh, Kenemaru against uh, Rapongi 3K. Okay. Do, do you know about Rapongi 3K? Mm, I know that they exist, but I don't really know anything about they're, them. They're cool. They got Rocky Romero as their manager, yelling and stuff. Okay. And both Sho and Yo, the two members, had a good showing in the best of the junior uh, heavyweights uh, tournament that they had. Hey! But yeah, this was an okay match. Rapongi 3K lost. And it was and the guys defended their IWGP Junior Heavyweight Tag Team titles. It was whatever. It wasn't anything to write home about. The next match, though, was uh, Taguchi Japan's Juice Robinson and David Finley taking on Chaos, which was Jay White and Yoshihashi. <laughs> Do you know anything about Jay White? Is he the hangman? No, that's Hangman Page. Oh. Is he the Switchblade? Yes, he's the Switchblade. He's also the uh, IWGP United States Champion. Oh. Yeah, he beat he beat the Kenny Omega for it. How did he do that? They just had a match. Whatever. I I don't like. Switchblade at all. This guy's terrible. 
I hear that people don't like him, but I, I don't know anything about him. I mean, I know that f- my f- I know my feelings on Juice Robinson. He's great. Yeah, he's okay. I guess. Oh, he's he's really improved, and he uh, no, he's certainly better than C.J. Parker ever was. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, and uh, him and uh, I, I feel confident in us having given him like the fake award or that we have of most likely to do better somewhere else. True. But yeah, uh, they they won with the uh, juice pinning Jay White, which means that at the Cow Palace show, he's getting his U.S. title match. All right. And I hope he wins, because fuck Jay White. Uh, yeah, fuck Jay White. What makes him the Switchblade? He's got a Switchblade. And That's a, really and it? A, he just a, has, a, walks around with a Switchblade? Yeah, and a long leather jacket is dumb. But this next match, though, John, was one of my favorites, if it wasn't for the end of the show. Okay. It was, it was, uh, it was Minoru Suzuki and Zack Sabre Jr. As I do team. like Minoru Suzuki. What about He's Zach got his Sabre. cool fucking theme song. What about Zack Sabre? Zack Sabre Jr. is a goddamn communist. Wow. Greatest wrestler of all time. They took on Tomohiro Ishii and Toriano. Sure. I don't know if you know this. Tomohiro Also, oh man, Yoshitatsu lost the last match. What? I mean, I had, it took me a second to, to realize that, wait, that's Yoshitatsu who lost that Juice Robinson match. Wait, is Yoshihashi Yoshitatsu? Yeah, dog. Huh. I, 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 he's so non-memorable to me. I don't give a shit. Wow! Fuck him. He's terrible. Come at me. Someone's not a member of the Yoshi Army. I'm not. Also, I'm. I'm not looking at the chat now because I'm reading the card. But I'm sure the chat's not happy. But yeah, let me tell you something. Tomohiro Ishii was one of my favorite people in the first Wrestle Kingdom that I saw, and he's still one of my favorite people. Because he okay. just beats the fuck out of people. He's strong, that's solid a- as fuck. He's this big, heavy guy who just beats the shit out of people. That's a good gimmick. You know who else beats the shit out of people? Who's that, Owen? Suzuki. He does. And these guys just fucking went at it. It was great. There was a cool spot where uh, Suzuki and Zack Sabre had, uh, I think it was Toriano in the corner. And they just kept trading off doing submission moves at the same time. On different parts of the body. That was a cool spot. But it ended up being a Zack Sabre and Suzuki picking up the win. But who gives a shit? Because right after the bell rang, Suzuki and Ishii just kept fighting and had like a fucking chair duel in the ring and fought all the way up the ramp. It sounds like something Minoru Suzuki would do. They're going to have a match at the Rev Pro where they're going to fight for a British championship. He's fucking old, man. Suzuki? Yeah. He's fucking great, though. He's still so good. No, I know. I'm not saying it like it's a bad thing. I'm just... I'm more saying it like... I can't believe that he's still this fucking good. Yeah. He's he's amazing. I'm so glad he came back. Uh, A three-way match for the Never Openweight Championship. It was Hiroki Goto, who's the champion, against Taichi and Michael Elgin. Fuck Michael Elgin. Yeah, fuck, fuck Michael Elgin, but he's like lost a bunch of weight, which is impressive. He's got good luck to him, but also he's still a piece of shit. So yeah, but he can still 
suck my dick. You know, like he told that fucking lady to do. Yeah, Tai Chi is kind of cool. It's kind of like a phantom of the opera thing. He's got a girl with him. What? It's, it's He's weird, but as a wrestler, he sucks. Oh, he was, man. And he detracted from this match so much. Because Elgin and Goto were just like trying to have like a good wrestle match, and you just kept popping up every now and then, and contributed nothing. What's his deal? Is he like a comedy guy? I I think I think so. I'm not sure. I think he just sucks. And hmm. what else sucks is that Elgin won. Oh, he won the belt. Fuck that guy. I know New Japan apparently just wants to be behind him still. I I don't get it. Because it's... Look, look, man. Japan's not got great, great history with women's rights. Or, you know, many other marginalized groups. True. Hey, hey John? Let's, we don't need to talk about it. They're yeah, I, fucking, yeah, yeah. I, I know. I'm trying to move on to tell you about the IWGP Tag Team Championship match. Okay. How about uh, Los Ingrenables de Japan, uh, de Japan's uh, Sonata and Evil? You know, do you know them? I sort of. Scary guys. One guy dresses up like Grim Reaper, dude. Yeah. They took on the Young Bucks. Sure. This match was great because at one of the point, one of the Bucks like got their ankle fucked up and they couldn't put any weight on it. And it's like, well, they're fucked now. They can't they do any of their moves. But they still found a way to pull us on the moves while also like selling really well the injury. And uh pick up the win. After they What a surprise that good wrestle boys are good at wrestle. They won the belts. The Hooray. have the belts. Um I didn't know the Bucks didn't have the belts right now. They 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 had, they had other belts. They're also ah. part of the uh, never open weight, uh, th- you know, six man tag title. Oh right, I forgot they have a six man tag. Yeah. Speaking of six man tag, six man tag matches next. Do you like Cody? He's cool. Do you like Hangman Page? It's fine, I guess. What about the villain Marty Skrull? I, I do kind of like Marty Skrull. I, I like that he wears that Plague Doctor mask. It's so good. At Wrestle Kingdom, he had those wings that he built. They were amazing. They were really good. But they uh, faced a pretty stacked team. Uh, how about Hiroshi Tanahashi? Hey, I heard of him. The John Cena of New Japan, pretty much. What about Jushin I mean, Thunder Liger? You could, you could say that's Okada now. Yeah. Or is Okada more the Roman Reigns? I don't know. He's people like him, and he puts on good matches. Maybe he's he does put on good matches, but people are also getting kind of sick of Okada, from what I understand. They're they're bad. But what about Jushin Thunder Liger? I fucking love him. And the third member of their team, Rey Mysterio Jr. Yes. Okay. This was his New Japan debut. He'd never wrestled in New Japan before. 619, motherfuckers! And his mask was amazing. How amazing was it? You know the, the cool uh, logo that New Japan has? With the lion, half lion and all that? Yeah. That that was what he 
was he was the New Japan logo. That's really good. It was great. This match was awesome. Rey Mysterio looked like a million bucks. Hits hit some six one nines, but unfortunately, Cody is still around and he hit the crossroads and picked up the win for his team. Pin Ray? Uh, I believe he pinned Liger. Wow. I don't remember. I don't remember who it was exactly he pinned, but it was either that or Tanahashi. It, actually, it might have been Tanahashi. That makes more sense. Tanahashi, I think, would, is the one that could take the pin. Yeah, I'm, pretty sure, of all I'm pretty sure it was him. But th- yeah, this match was solid. It was just cool to see Rey Mysterio in a New Japan ring. Fuck yeah. And the crowd chant 619 in English. It always amuses me when they do that, when they do, like, actual, you know, a wrestling chance like Y2J. Yep. Speaking of... No, that's not what's next. Oh. Because we're getting down to it. These are these are the matches where the show kicked into high gear. This was the IWGP Junior Heavyweight Championship. It is uh, Hiromu Takahashi, you know, uh, the time bomb. Do you know him? No, I don't. He's cool. He won the uh, the Best of the Super Juniors tournament. And he got his trophy, which is his new best friend. Which cool. he carried down to the ring and was freaking out about. He How fought... did she do this year? I, I didn't actually watch the tournament. I, I should watch the, the, the finals, though, because I heard it was a match of the year candidate. All right, then. But he took on Will Ospreay. Hey, that guy. Would you guess Will Ospreay match was fucking rad? I hear that Will Ospreay is going to be taking some time off. Well, yeah, because he lost his belt. Oh, no! Remember Takahashi won it? And then he had two best friends, because now he had the belt and he had the trophy, and he was super happy. Alright, then. But now we're getting down to the real shit. Because next was the IWGP Intercontinental Championship match. Between Tetsuya Naito against Chris Jericho. Hey, Owen. Yeah. I guess Chris Jericho isn't done with New Japan, huh? Yeah, I guess not, because he's a fucking crazy person, and this whole build's been him shooting videos on his phone, calling uh, Naito a fuckface. To the point where they should probably make a shirt that just says fuckface on it. But a picture of Naito. I mean... Are you going to disagree with Chris Jericho? He looks like a fucking Harley Quinn now. Yeah, he looked like a Clockwork Orange bullshit when he came out. It was upsetting and kind of cool. I thought it was real cool. I was like, this is dumb as shit. I love you, Chris Jericho. And then Tetsuya Naito did his entrance where he you know, wears a three-piece suit and everything and does his eye thing. It's cool. And then in the middle of his entrance, Jericho just beat the shit out of him. And then, like, puts him through a table and just beats... He's beating the shit out of him. And he never takes his jacket off because he's just getting the shit kicked out of him and it's super upsetting. Like, Naito's never been, like, handled like this before and it was, like, Attitude Era, just, like, violence. Naito eventually got, you know, back into it, took his shirt off and actually, like, tried to do some moves, but he was fucked up. Like, his eye was bleeding. That's what he gets for trying to exist. Yeah, Jericho just mauled him. It was 
upsetting and brilliant. And then Jericho shocked the world and won the belt. Jericho is now the first person in history to win IWGP and WWE Intercontinental Championships. Wow. Yeah. Jericho's in for the long haul. And then, the main event. A no-time-limit, two-out-of-three-falls match for the IWGP Heavyweight Championship. This was the tiebreaker between Kenny Omega and Kazuchika Okada. Did you the see Rainmaker? Did you see Kenny Omega's entrance? No. Did you see Avengers: Infinity War? No. That's unfortunate because this was an Avengers: Infinity War entrance, where he was. Did he turn into a bunch of triangles? No, but this is spoilers for Avengers. Just a heads up. This is it's been out for a while. Fuck you if you haven't seen it. Just give you a heads up. This is spoilers for Avengers: Infinity War. Towards the end of the movie, there's a, after the big thing happens. Uh, Thanos is in this orange, like, kind of weird, like, world where you can't like really say anything aside from the color orange. Where he tossed to Gamora, and she asks, like, like you did you do it? He's like, yeah. And he said, yes. And she said, was it, like, what did it cost? And he said, everything. Because, you know, kind of didn't in that movie. But Kenny Omega is in this orange room, and he finds Kota Ibushi. <laughs> and he talks to him, and he asks, like, after all this with Okada, like, was it worth it? And, like, what did it cost to get here? And Omega said everything. <laughs> they straight up did the scene. And then it said uh, Ken- Kenny Omega's name in the Avengers uh, font. Sure. It was, there's pictures online. It's amazing. It was so good. And this match was so good. Holy shit. These two... The little bit I've seen of this match, it looked fucking insane. It went over an hour. It was worth every second of it. The first fall went to uh, Okada because... Uh, the whole thing was these two trying to hit their finishers, like the One-Winged Angel or the Rainmaker, and it kept not working. And eventually, Okada just rolled them up and on a fluke and pinned Omega to get the first fall. Oh, no! And then the second fall was him again still trying to hit that move and having trouble. And eventually, he just hit him with this fucking crazy V-trigger and then got him into One-Winged Angel and pinned Okada. Because here's the okay. thing. Okada has never kicked out of that move. Ever. Hmm. It's what it's how he beat him in the G1 in their second match. So, yeah. Then the, then the match just kept going. Like I I can go into detail, but you should you should watch this match. It's got some really great storytelling. Like this is what wrestling should be. This kind of storytelling. But it ended with again Omega hitting the the one winged angel, and again Okada can't kick out of it. He never kicked out of it in this match. It's still a protected move. It's perfect. That's great. And he won the belt. And that was Dominion. Hooray, Kenny! The interesting though that Westerners are the the IWGP Tag Team Champions, the Intercontinental Champion, and the Heavyweight Champion now. It's true. 
after the new president of the company is a white man. Wait, really? Yeah, they introduced him at the top of the show because the new president and CEO of New Japan is a white man. Who is it? Uh, it's a uh, his last name is May. But yeah, he is. You know, he lived most of his life in Japan, and he's like, he loves wrestling. But he hmm. he was brought in because he is going to be the guy that makes New Japan a global brand, not just based in Japan. All right. But the worldwide well, expansion is happening with him, and he, this show was the first step because the Young Bucks, Jericho, and Omega have appeal in the West. It'll be interesting. You just hope they don't dilute the product and and change it from the thing that people actually love. Consider- not that they've not that they've done that with the show because clearly they haven't. Yeah, I'm saying considering the way this show went, I'm all for it. Let's go. This is great. You you should watch New Japan. New Japan's a good good wrestle show. I every every part of thing of New Japan I have ever seen, I heartily enjoyed. Hardly? Heart heartily. Okay. Yeah, have me worried there. Yeah, I I subscribed to New Japan World at Wrestle Kingdom, and I said this year I'm going to keep that subscription, and it was worth it for this. And it's going to be worth it in the summer when the G1 happens, and I may be pulling in some friends to do some side podcasts about the G1 coming up. Because I'm not going to expect you to watch that much wrestling. Cause it's just going to be so godly amount of hours. Oh my god, it's going to be so much wrestling. It's too much wrestling. It's gonna be so much wrestling, but I'll do it. I'll do it for I'll do it for the people of ProWrestling.cool. Too much wrestling. By the way, also at some point, I'm not sure when it'll be done, but our friend Trace is writing a review of Dominion for the website. So too, it's too much wrestling. Stay, you know, keep an eye on ProWrestling.cool for that. It's too much. So that's it for Dominion. Uh, John. Yes, Owen. Since we're skipping Raw and SmackDown this week, uh, NXT happened tonight. It sure did. I was busy setting up the studio, and it's still not done, as you saw by our technical difficulties before we got on the air. But you can tell me about it. There were some things in NXT that were very whatever. And then there were some things in NXT that were real fucking good. Well, this was the go-home show for TakeOver Chicago. So let's talk about those things that were whatever. Oh, okay. We start off with the War Raiders stuff. had a match. Uh, it was a squash. Oh. They're going to fight the Mighty next week. Whatever. I, I'm guessing that's taped before Chicago. Yeah. I'm, As I'm will sure. be a match between Bianca Belair and Dakota Kai. Oh, Dakota Kai's getting that treatment. I'm sure the crowd will be hot for her, though, so that's fine. And that'll be a good Sp- match. Speaking of Bianca Belair, she was on this week. Yeah, is she the EST? Yes, and she fought Aaliyah. Who looks like a pirate now? No! No, we have a pirate already. You but can't. not like the pirate princess. She, You know, like, if, if Kyrie is the captain, then, like... She's just, like, one of the weird underlings that, like, swabs the deck or whatever. Hey, John? I understand Aaliyah's outfit. I understand what Aaliyah's going for. Hey, John? This match was nothing. Hey, John? What? Did Aaliyah steal anything? 
I heard that's what pirates do. Well, she didn't steal my heart, so no. Oh, Bianca Belair is really strong. She is. I'm she, always. She I'm did always that impressed. military press, and she fucking threw Aaliyah from that military press into 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 a snake eyes. Hmm. It looked it looked mean. Hmm. She's got a new finisher. It's much better too. And uh, what is it? Uh, well, instead of doing that weird, like, put you in a power, reverse power bomb and throw you, she is now, uh, she puts you in the torture rack and then does a sit-out face buster. That sounds cool. It looks really good. I'm, I'm glad they're evolving your character. Yeah, it looks real good. It's, it's a neat-looking move. Nice. What else we got? Kind of like, kind of a reverse AA, you know? Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, other things that were mediocre. Um, wow. Let's talk about... I mean, I, I, let's see. They had an interview with Dakota Kai where they announced the Bianca Belair match. Is she it scared? Was, not really, but Bianca Belair was like, you're scared. Damn. Dakota Kai had a cool Rick and Morty shirt with Squanchy on it. All right. This is Cody Kai's pretty good. Yeah, it wasn't honestly. There wasn't really much to say about this interview. Uh, not sure, that's fine. What other things were not great? Uh, the main event wasn't great, actually. Really? Yeah. What was it? Was it was an Alistair Black promo. Oh, he's not very strong at those. I mean, it was fine. Like it's you know, it's like listening to the Undertaker talk. He's not fucking great at it, but like he says what he needs to say, and it's good. That's the problem, though, is he's the champion. He's, it should be better than just fine. Yeah, true. But he he has other talents. See, if if promos were what got you championships, then I say put the belt on Velveteen Dream. And then Lars came out and beat the absolute fuck out of him. Oh, so he's going to lose on Saturday. Oh, yeah, totally. Uh. Three freak accidents, and then he just laid him on top of the announce table and posed over him holding the belt. Yeah, he's, there's no way he's going to win. That's a Yeah, how do you think this is ending? Oh, I hope the match is good. Yeah, me too. Lars was good in that ladder match. Let's see how we can Let's talk it. about things that were that were good. Oh, there are good things. Okay. What do we got? They had a video package for Ciampa and Gargano. It was really well done. Oh, yeah. That's all I really have to say about it. I, I liked it a lot. It's, you know... Yeah, sure. Hey, WWE's good at video packages. What are the odds? Especially for a, 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 a few that's this good. EC3 had had his match against the Cassius Ono. Oh, Hold on, you put that under good? Fuck you. Well, let me tell you one thing that wasn't good about it. I don't like EC3's up, the updates to his Titantron. What what they do to it? They put like new fades on on the the letters and the three when he you know points them in, and oh. they look kind of cheap now. Oh, that's a shame. Yeah, I don't, I don't like it as much as how they did it before. It's nitpicky and stupid, but whatever. This match was good, but it was also really short, and mm-hmm. a lot of it was Cassius Ono beating the shit out of out of him, and it looked good. Like I like Cassius Ono a lot. But then, like, EC3 fucking hit him in the neck and then did the 1% and won. 
and it was like, wait, that's it? Yeah, that sounds about right. It was like five minutes. Yeah. It was, yeah. EC3 needs to do more. Yeah, I I, I expected so much more from this match. Mm-hmm. But hey, the actual main event, no matter what went on last, was fucking amazing, so I'll let it slide. And what was it? Why, that would be the Pete Dunne versus the Kyle O'Reilly for the United Kingdom Championship. Oh, shit. And, yo, the crowd was losing their fucking minds for this match. I mean, I would, too. That sounds fucking like, great. even before they started doing anything, the crowd was just going fucking nuts. Mm-hmm. And it was well earned because this match was fucking amazing. Any highlights? Everything. Like, just a whole... Just a fucking ton of just, like, really great fucking chain wrestling. Like, everybody doing their thing. And it's a weird, you know, look, it's a weird kind of booking for this match, considering that it's, like, the cool heel versus, like, the face that's the biggest dick in the planet and just keeps doing joint manipulation. Mm-hmm. But, like... They made it work, and that crowd was white hot for a fucking reason, and it looked great. Like, they told a really great story of Pete Dunne's leg being messed up from, you know, the attacks from, like, Mm -hmm. the couple weeks ago, and him just kind of, like, toughing it out and fighting through the pain, and Kyle O'Reilly being crafty and, like, constantly able to get out of moves, and then Pete Dunne just having to be, like, one step up ahead of him. It was so good. That's awesome. Like, every, like, I honestly, it's hard for me to pick out, like, individual spots that I thought were really cool. I could, like, I could talk to you about, like, hey, there, you know, Pete Dunn went for his, like, I'm gonna do the flip out of the corner over you, and, like, fucking Kyle O'Reilly kicked him in his goddamn leg. As you do. It wasn't, like, a super crazy spot, but I haven't seen people do that before, and it was like, yeah, Kyle O'Reilly's a fucking dirtbag. Mm-hmm. Look at him play the guitar. Yeah. Just, like, just imagine if he's doing the guitar with two belts. I could just... It's like I could name individual spots and say how they were cool, but there's kind of no real point because it's like... This match was just a technical tour de force. Just fucking watch it. It how was so good. How long was it? Um, it was about, I'd say, 10, maybe 12 minutes. That's not bad. It's pretty good. And it didn't have a commercial break either. Wow, really? Yeah. Nice. I was surprised. Like, it felt like there was a part where they were gonna cut to commercial, and they just didn't. Like, fuck it. Doing it live. Let's go. Like, and it seemed like maybe the the plan was to do a commercial, because, like, literally nobody talked for a little bit. But I, I feel like it was, they were just like, no, we can't fucking cut. Have you seen this fucking match? Holy shit. And we have the network. We can do whatever we want. Yep, pretty much. Nice. So yeah, uh, this match is fucking fantastic. Uh, the champion won clean. And right. then the rest of the Undisputed Era came out and started beating the shit out of him. And then, let me guess, uh, Player 1 and Player 2 uh, showed up. They sure did. Nice. And then they, they and cleared the ring? Yep, and it ended with, with Player 1 and Player 2 standing tall. Oh, they're not going to win their match. Yes. Oh. Sad. Anyway, that's NXT. Like, 
The parts that were really good were really fucking good. And the parts that were mediocre, I mean, it's a go-home show, and it's people that are mostly going to be on the next week's show, the pre-show, the actual takeover pre-show. Mm-hmm. But John, that's a good segue, because now we're in our prediction section of the podcast, and we should talk about next takeover uh, Chicago. Okay. And uh, I have the card right here. So uh, the first match, which is one you didn't talk about, because I'm guessing they didn't really cover it, the NXT Women's Championship, Shayna Baszler defending against Nikki Cross. Oh, you know, they did show a video package for it. That's cool. And that was also the impetus of the of the Dakota Kai interview. Was like, hey, yeah, Shayna fucked you up, and now Nikki Cross is fighting her, huh? Dakota here. Dakota was just like, yeah, you know, I feel like I could learn some things in Nikki Cross and her, like, not being afraid of anything and shit. And I'm rooting for Nikki Cross to win, but I'm cool, too. And then Bianca was like, what about fuck you, though? What about fuck you, though? What about fuck you, Nikki Cross? I love you, but you're not winning. Have, Have fun on SmackDown. But what if she won? I would love her to win. But Shayna just won the belt, so it's not going to happen. Yeah, no. The bummer. You know they're, not gonna, they're not going to take the belt off of her before they have both of their MMA ladies have the belt at the same time. True. Which will only be for like a minute, but you know, yeah. we'll get to it. It's true. I'm ex- this is probably going to be match of the no ugh, considering this, match of the year. No, considering well no no after that Dominion show I don't see that happening, but look man, this might not even be match of the night considering one of the other ones, but this is I I am much more excited for this than the street fight. I'm excited for both, but this is Ricochet against the Velveteen Dream. I could very easily see this being a match of the year qual candidate. I think that also I'm glad that Ricochet isn't actually injured, or isn't injured that bad. He'll be fine, but I feel like the story of this match is going to be Ricochet doing a bunch of shit that's going to impress the Dream, and it's going to throw him off his game, and Ricochet's going to win. Oh, of course he is. What do you mean, of course he is? He lost his debut. Yeah, but it's fucking Ricochet, and also it was a ladder match. Also, Ricochet can, can take the loss. He's fine. I don't think that Ricochet can take the loss. But what if, what, what if this is the elevation? I actually don't think that Ricochet can take the loss right now. I completely disagree with that and think you're crazy. If... I think that Dream can definitely take the loss no. because he's so fucking over no. and he's a heel anyway. It's fine. No, but l- listen, John, what if this is how People you... aren't going to stop loving Velveteen Dream. Stop interrupting loses. me, John. Because his character is so fucking good. I haven't been finished talking! God damn it! I'm trying to st- say you're wrong. Because what if this match and this victory is what elevates Dream to get an NXT Championship match against Aleister Black? So we get them fighting again, but this time for the title. I just don't see it. I'm picking Dream. Fuck you. It's Ricochet. It's the one and only. No. 
Ricochet needs the victory much more than Dream does. And also, you can put the fucking heel. You can just give Dream the the next title shot. You don't need to have to like fucking elevate him like that. This is NXT though. I feel like they're gonna do that. But they didn't do it with Lars. Lars lost his last match. And then just got a title match because fuck you, I'm Lars. No, there's more fuck you, we don't have a challenger set. So we're just going to throw Lars in. Because fuck you, he's Lars. That's the point. Let's talk about it then. Let's talk about Lars against Alistair Black for the NXT Championship. Okay, sure. Fuck Lars, he's going to lose. Yeah, fuck Lars, he's dead. You get Black Mass to death. I bet it takes two Black Mass to take him out. Yes, I completely 100% believe that Lars is going to kick out of a Black Mass. Mm-hmm. But Aleister Black is going to retain. Oh, yeah. He's going to hit him with two in a row, and it's going to be the end of the match. Street fight. Chicago street fight. I, you're skipping one. Well, no, I'm, I'm, going, I'm going in a weird order. I, I know the order you're going in, but I think that you should, we should do this one, the other one first, because right. I, feel like the, I feel like the street fight's going to be the main event. I mean, it is, but... Fine, let's talk about the Undisputed Era, which is Kyle O'Reilly. Well, I get it. This this Wikipedia page is bad. Yeah, I know. Kyle O'Reilly and Roderick Strong defending their tag team titles against Oni Lorcan and Danny Burch. I mean... Suck the system. Is that all you had to say? Because yep. Undisputed Era was going to win. We already discussed this. I love Lorcan and Burch. No, that's all I have to say. I love Oni uh, Lorcan and Danny Burch, but... Uh, and this is, this is going to tear down the house, I'm sure, but it's it's not happening. And now with all that, the Chicago Street fight, Gargano versus uh, that fucking guy. Fuck that guy. I don't know who's going to win this. I think Ciampa's going to win. I kind of think so, too. I don't want him to win. I'm going to be very angry when he wins. I'm going to hope that Chicago burns down the building if he wins. Uh I hope that people bring a sign that says, if Gargano loses, we riot. Uh Uh-huh. But I think they're going to go for that heat. What if Johnny wins, and then it ends with him doing the exact same thing that Ciampa did to him last time in Chicago? Slays him the fuck out. I mean, that'd be fucked up. Or how about this? I don't, I don't want that because I feel like that's basically doing a double turn, and I don't ever want to root for Champa ever. All right, fine. How how about this, John? How about uh, he uh, Johnny wrestling wins, and they're having the big celebration afterward, and then Candace turns on him. And team, That'd be fucked up. And teams with with uh, Tommaso. That'd be fucked up. I'd be into it. That's, well, that's my prediction. Candice is going to turn on uh, Johnny. Especially after that spot where she got bumped off the uh, off the uh, ring apron. Who's your pick? I, I'm picking Johnny Wrestling. I said Champa. All right. 
And that's it for TakeOver Chicago. I predict that this show will be amazing. Oh, it's a hot take. He's good. John's saying that a TakeOver is going to be amazing, as if every single one this year hasn't. Just say it. All right. Uh, Money in the Bank is Sunday. I predict that this show is going to be insufferable. You predict a riot. Oh, wait, no, you predicted the riot the night before. My bad. Yeah, no, the riot's going to be the night before, but I do appreciate that Kaiser Chiefs reference. Thank you. Let's start with the kickoff show. Do we have to? Yes, because this is a match I don't give a shit about, despite being a SmackDown guy. It is a tag team match for the WWE SmackDown Tag Team Championship. The B- oh, fuck off. The Bludgeon Brothers against uh, the Good Brothers. Fuck that. I, being at the pre-show, I, no one's gonna, everyone's gonna phone it in. It's gonna be bad. The Bludgeon Brothers are gonna win. Yeah. Alright, now let's get to the actual card. How about Daniel Bryan versus Big Cass? Ew. But he's seven feet tall. You can't teach that. Ew. Daniel Bryan's a little man. He could never beat Big Cass. Never has happened in the history of wrestling. Especially between these two. Big Cass is going to win. No, Daniel Bryan's going to win. Fuck Big Cass. Big Cass is going to win. You said that last time and he lost. I know, and I'm glad that he lost, but I still don't trust them not to do it. It's not, no. Not to do it at least once, because fuck this company. No. Danny Bryan's gonna win. I hope Big Cass doesn't win. I want Big Cass to just go away forever. I agree. So let's make that happen. Go hang out with Enzo and Impact. Sorry, Real One. Real One's busy having his rap career. WWE Intercontinental Championship match. Seth Rollins. Hang out with his consensual penis. Nope. Seth Rollins defending against Elias. Burn it down. But what if Elias? What if Elias? But no. They're not going to take the... They're not going to take the belt off of the man what is the fucking hottest shit in the company right now. Hear me out. What if... Elias takes the belt and puts actual guitar strings on it so that when you you know they do the guitar thing with the belt, what if he can actually do that? Where would the sound come out of? It would be faked over the PA system. It wouldn't be real. Come on, man. This is wrestling. We need to have some kind of realism here. Do we? I'm, I'm picking the Seth Rollins. Seth Rollins, yeah, come on. Bobby Lashley against Sami Zayn. Bobby Lashley, fire everyone involved. Uh, Bobby Lashley, fire everyone involved. The WWE SmackDown Women's Championship. Carmella defending against Asuka. Carmella, fire everyone involved. No, uh, dude, Oscar's gonna win. Kidding me? Why would Carmella win? Okay, sorry, let me rephrase. Oscar, but Carmella's gonna retain. 
fire everyone involved. Okay, I can see that, but I'm 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 just gonna say Oscar wins. Yeah, I, I yeah, I, I definitely agree with you in, in thinking about it for a second. That no, obviously Oscar is going is not gonna lose that. But the point I was trying to get at is there is no way that Oscar is going to leave Chicago with the belt. Understandable. How about the other uh, women's championship, the one on the Raw side, your brand? It's Nia Jax defending against Rowdy Ronda Rousey. There's another match I would like to talk about before this match. Uh, no, it's, I'm, I'm saving the main event for last. No, man, not Roman Reigns versus Jinder Mahal. What? What do you want? To, do you want to talk about the Money in the Bank? Yes. Fine. Specifically, the women's match. I, I know what you meant. All right, fine. We'll talk about the women's Money in the Bank ladder match. Amber Moon. And it's important that we talk about this because let, let me let me say the, the, the participants. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm Amber, sorry. Amber right. Moon, Charlotte Flair, Alexa Bliss, Becky Lynch, Natalia, Lana, Naomi, Sasha Banks. Natalia is going to win. No, uh, no, they're not doing. They're not going to do that, John. Come on. Natty is gonna win, and then she's gonna fucking turn heel and immediately cash in on Ronda when she taps Epsnaya the fuck out. Queen of Black Hearts on Raw in the pocket of Stephanie and McMahon. Hear me out. This is and this is not gonna happen, but be really on brand for Raw to happen. Okay. Natalia wins, as you said. Cashes in during the Raw Women's title match, makes it a triple threat. She she gets pinned by Nia. I'd actually be okay with that. That'd be pretty good. That'd be really, I'd, really good. I would be totally okay with that. That's not my prediction, though. Lana's gonna win the, the briefcase. No. Because we can't have nice things. Shut your fucking mouth. Lana's n- Lana is the best. Lana number one. Seriously, I'm picking, I'm picking Lana. That's, that's not a joke. You are the worst and I hate you. Are you really going with Natalia? Yeah, I'm going. I 100% think that's how that's go- that whole thing's going to play out. Now, having said that, Owen, oh, who do you think's going to win the Raw Women's title match between Ronda Rousey and Raw Women's champion Nia Jax? It's, it's Rousey. It's easy. It's super easy. They shouldn't do this. Yeah, they shouldn't, but they're going to, because... Fuck you, a billion dollars. And that's why I think, and truly believe, that they're gonna put the briefcase on Natty and have her turn, because... I think that they're, they realize they shouldn't do this. Hear me out. They have to do it, they're going to do it, but that's why they're going to pull back, no. because they even they know we shouldn't do this. John, they're going to headline SummerSlam with Rousey with the belt in New York. Come on. And mm, see, the way I'm going with this is SummerSlam is when they have Rousey win back the belt in New York. I don't see that. I, I think it's better to have her going through the media with the belt. That, that's what I think. Let's talk about the the last man standing match for the WWE Championship. How, how about AJ Styles against Shinsuke Nakamura for the hundredth time? The billionth time. It, Shinsuke Nakamura is going to win. 
Yeah, I agree. He's gonna punch him in the dick. He did yeah, that I this agree. week. He punched the Jeff Hardy in the dick. He brought it back. Yay! That's what's gonna happen. I'm sure the match is gonna be fine. I'm not sure it'll be fine, but... Alright. It'll be okay, I guess. Money in the Bank ladder match for the men! Braun Strowman, Finn Balor, The Miz, Rusev, Bobby Roode, Kevin Owens, Samoa Joe, and a member of the New Day. Fuck you, Samoa Joe. No. Joe. No. SmackDown gets both briefcases, Samoa Joe. No. Alright, who do you think? However, I could see SmackDown getting both briefcases. With Rusev? No. Rusev and Lana, Mr. and Mrs. Money in the Bank. No, the Uh, other one. The Miz? Yeah. Alright. I see the Miz be first ever. I'm still there's a it's here's the way you have to think. I think it's gonna. I think either you're right. It's gonna be the Miz, or I'm. I called it weeks ago. They're finally gonna give Bobby Roode a fucking character. No, you're you're, no. They're not gonna. Why would they give Bobby Roode a character? He's got that entrance. What else does he need? That's why I put it second behind the Miz. I'm still picking Samoa Joe. I I need him. I need him to cut promos every week about that briefcase. Okay. My secondary pick, the New Day. Who do you think it'll be? I think it's gonna be Xavier. I think it's gonna be Kofi. I think it's going to be Xavier, and I think they're going to be co-Mr. Money in the Bank and do a bunch of funny shit with it. Alright, John. It's main event time. The most important match of the show. God damn it. A singles match between Roman Reigns and Jinder Mahal in Chicago. It's actually going to be the main event, isn't it? It's going to be the main event. It's ending the show. It has to. Do it, you cowards. This show is four hours long. I'm just head in head. head hand in head in hand. I can't. No. I hate it. You, I hate everything. You want to know who wins? Is it. Involving someone looking strong? No. It's impossible in this match. Why is that? John? Mario Party rules. Nobody wins. Oh, okay. Yeah, sure. Doesn't matter if someone gets a pinfall or submission. Nobody wins. It's impossible. You can't. You can't. Right, is, is is that it for heel turn? That's it for heel turn. The production of pro wrestling dot cool. It's not just cool. It's dot cool. It's a website. Go to the website.
We also have a Patreon at patreon.com slash pwc where you can help fund our silliness. And at this weekend, if you are subscribed at the $10 tier, or excuse me, the $9.99 tier, you'll get a bonus podcast of me and John doing our old fancy booking about Money in the Bank. It's a podcast about podcasting. Where things no, no, it's not about podcasting. It's about improv comedy making up a silly wrestling show. We'll find out what the format is since we change the format every time. John, wake up! Wake up! We have to. We have to. We have to, we have to, we have to wrap up the show. Come on! I've been the one standing this whole time. I should be the one. Look us up on Facebook. Or on Twitter at the heel turn. Yes, and PWDOTC. I guess. I'm on Twitter. The underscore ozone. I'm on Twitter at I am John GM. What about your Twitch? Video underscore shames. So shameful. Alright, John. That's it. We're done with heel turn. Ne- next time we're on the air, there'll be at least one briefcase running around amok, causing chaos and being an interesting plot device, hopefully. At at least one, right? Come on. I mean, there'll be a briefcase. I don't know if it'll be an interesting plot device. Eh, we'll see who wins it. We'll be back next Wednesday with another episode, and until then... This podcast is a part of the Zonecast Network, produced and edited by Owen Douglas. Find more of our shows at zonecast.com.